Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. I was saddened today when I saw that Josh Harris... Welcome to the show. This is Paradox, and I'm Jimmy. And I'm Josh, and I was saw that Josh Harris, who, of course, everyone, if you are under 40... Have on your, well, no, you'd have to be like between 40 and late 20s. No, 40 and 30. If you're in your 30s, yeah, then you probably have I Kissed Dating Goodbye by Josh Harris, which we, was all about. Talked, we've talked about. Yes, we did. About the courting, not the dating. And today he comes out and he's no longer a Christian. And he left his wife. And you know what I did? What? I rolled my eyes. Did did you find him? Did you go? My first thought, I was going to tweet him. Yes. Oh, tweet storm. And I said, I was going to say, Josh Harris. Yeah. Stop proclaiming things. <laughs> he like, even I kiss dating by, he's like, makes this broad proclamation. Yes. And 20 years later, he changes his mind. <laughs> so it's like, you don't have to make every decision you make. I'm now going to the, the restroom. <laughs> This big proclamation, quiet. because probably 20 years from now, you're going to be a, a Christian again. Probably. And yes. it's like, just stop deciding things. As you said earlier, quit kissing things goodbye. Yes, quit kiss, kissing things We kissed goodbye. dating goodbye, then we kissed our wife, because he's divorcing his wife. So he's kissing his wife goodbye, and he's kissing Christianity Jesus, goodbye. goodbye. Just stop kissing things. Yes. In general, but mostly goodbye. It's, yeah, I was like, oh, why is this making news? But you know, if he took his own... His own counsel. He really shouldn't kiss it. He should shake their hands goodbye. He should court if things goodbye. Just court them goodbye. Yeah. Which has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about today, which is body image. Now, before you even get started, I know I look like Adonis. Many people equate me to like a Greek god sculpture, and I get that. And so people might be a little ruffled that I'm talking about body image. Because they're going, well, hey, sure, you can talk about it. But that's what we're talking about today. I did, I know you're tongue-in-cheek, but I did want to reference that it is two overweight men talking body image. Who knows it better than us? (laughs) How we suffer day in and day out, looking Uh, like the Pillsbury Dough people. We get that, and that there are a lot of people that struggle with this, and we don't want to be insensitive. Mm -hmm. To them. At what point have we ever been sensitive? <laughs> oh, why do you want to start now being sensitive? I think I am sensitive. I think you are too. You're very much in touch with your feminine sensitivity side. Sensitivity mm-hmm. side. It's ridiculous, but it's such an important topic. It is. It impacts all of us. When we look around and in this social media, media saturated, obsessed culture in which we live in, it has created a comparison culture in everything. In everything. With, with social media, we're comparing homes 
uh, birthday parties for three months olds for vacations is a huge. Oh, that's going on now because it's July. Engagements. Oh, engagements. Promposals. Gender reveals, which are not binary, but still. How would you, if you could go back in time, how would you reveal my gender? <laughs> Let's see. What would? Oh, I would take a blue bowling ball and I would just. Roll it off the porch, down the steps. <laughs> For it to bust into blue? No, uh, no and the, ball, the bowling ball would be blue. I would mm. be hiding the color of the bowling ball would be my thing. I like when people hit things and, and then they explode. They yes. All that's so imbecilic. People need to stop declaring things. People need to stop declaring Everyone's things. Everyone's declaring things. I've got a declaration. No one cares. No, just have a baby. But the two people that showed up and the family, they care. Uh, they care. Of course they do, because you got to buy the paint. And that's obviously fine on. to do gender reveal parties. But one of the things about this comparison culture is today it's just so much more intense. Um, we've always had that to a degree. That's why sex sells. That's why models and celebrities sell things. They always have. But now women, for example, it's, and we'll talk, it's not just women, but women don't have to subscribe to Vogue or Cosmo anymore. I mean, there are over 20 ads in between every friend post on Instagram. It's constant. It's constant. It's constant. We can't get away from it, be it be it on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter. We're, it's a constant barrage of things that are being sold to us by beautiful people. It's just this 24-7, there's no escaping it. So I guess it's always been this way to a degree, but it's just never been to this intensity. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell parents... You know, it's always been like all of our worries as a parent for our children. It's always been sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But the internet did change the game in that it gave yes. us access. Yes. Now kids can get online and research how other kids are getting in trouble in China. And yes. you just invented and, ways in the eat, 80s to get in trouble. Tide pods. Yes. So it, the access we have, and it's the same of this yes. body image. We have just, we're inundated because of our access to yeah. the world. So I guess this is a, it's, this has been a problem. Of course, kind of it always has been a problem. You know, you see it with the rise of eating disorders, you know, in the 80s and 90s. But now it's just so much more prevalent and intense. And for those that don't necessarily understand eating disorders, and it certainly is not a, a specialty for me, but their brain literally changes how they see themselves. Yes. You know, a lot of people that haven't necessarily had those thoughts or don't necessarily know, they're like, well, how could they just stop eating? Well, a 65-pound person that should be 120, they literally look in the mirror and they see fat. They see fat. They'll look at a protruding hip bone yep. and think it's fat. And so it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it is a very real psychological mm -hmm. disorder. And obviously that's the extreme of the what extreme. we're talking about. Yes. But it's a, it's a very real thing that a lot of folks, yes. even guys, struggle oh, with. Oh, absolutely. So it, it, a lot of people know these things, but we know, for example, when we're talking about what's the problem with this body image thing, well, first of all, the supermodels, the models that we're looking at, don't look like that. Everything we see has been photoshopped, has been doctored, has been touched up. So the people that we are starving ourselves to look like don't look like that. 
technology is such today, and I just saw the, the Lion King on back-to-back nights last week. I can't, for the life of me, get a Kuna Matata out of my head. Is James Earl Jones still Mufasa? He is. Little long in the tooth. He does Is he really? He doesn't. No. I mean, James Earl Jones, he sounds like a really old man that has a newborn child. They might have gone with another actor, but it's just, it's James Earl. So what do you do? But did they try to, isn't he dead? I don't think James Earl Jones is dead. But he did not do the voice. He did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. Because even if he's dead, they still can computer generate his voice. And they it, could. It gets weird but nowadays. This, this but photorealistic, I guess is what they're calling it, type of animation, is, it's freaky. The musculature, the 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 way the the weight of the animals when they go from one surface, it's you literally can't tell, and the landscape, you literally can't tell. Technologically, we've gotten to the point where we can't trust really anything that we see in media as being factually correct. I'm not talking just about fake news. I mean, just technologically, we can do anything. And well, speaking of fake news, they've been talking about that, that, uh, that technology that's getting so much cheaper that they can just take a photograph of somebody and animate the face, take any recording of their voice and then transfer it over. So you can make anyone say or do anything on video and it would take experts to be able to tell whether that's that's actually true or not. So that's the world in which we live. And so these the, the models that we're trying to look like don't look like that. And, and we, we don't mention this very often, but body image with guys, you started seeing it. I started seeing it years ago when guys would come in. These are athletes, non-athletes, and they wouldn't have any hair on their legs. And I was like, oh, are you like a, 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 an, an Olympic swimmer that we're trying to, you know, cut down our um, 400 butterfly times? I mean, what? But they all the ha- they've shaved all their hair off their bodies. They probably nared it. Probably. Just chemical burns everywhere. But so much of that stems from all, and we're not going to get into the whole pornography thing again, but watching because of all those type performers have all their hair to make you look as young as possible. And not only that, but guys feeling very inadequate with their anatomy because of pornography. Things that, again, you you would ask your grandfather, hey, grandfather, do you think your private parts are too small? When you came to, he wouldn't even, he would the be insulted that never you, he wouldn't even his, his mind. Yeah. But now you have young men that are obsessed to the point of these fake pills that are supposed to make your private parts larger. They got NASCAR endorsements. What? What, what's it called? Extends or what? There was one of them that was a NASCAR car and it's a fake thing. But they, they sold hundreds of millions and millions of dollars worth of these pills. Huh. Why? Why? Because why would a guy even think that way if not for that influence? So it's it's not just women, guys working out, trying to achieve. Because again, they're seeing the guys on social media and they're seeing the, the game has been ramped up. We now know that in high schools, for example, more non-athletes take anabolic steroids than athletes. What? Well, first off, they're not being tested, but they're taking it just to work out and just to look good. So it's not just women who suffer from it. It's guys. Absolutely, it's guys. And the point, the overarching point is 
is yes, you need to watch out for these dangerous thoughts within yourself, but even more than that, you know, your children are catching more than yes. you're teaching. What's the saying? It more caught is caught than, than taught. taught. There we go. They're catching more you're teaching. So their little eyes are looking upon you. They're picking up what you're putting out. And so we want to help teach our children to not have these body image issues. Yeah. So it's it's giving it's giving this unrealistic negative view of ourselves that then taints so many other of our self-perceptions that, well, if I don't look like that. Um, I had a client that just worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. He lost, I don't know, 75, 80 pounds, and he just went to the gym all the time because he wanted abs. Abs would give him a girlfriend if he just had abs. This bad body image fuels no one loves me. I'm unattractive. I'm flawed. There's something inherently wrong with me. Yeah, that's my biggest point to body image. It leads to anxiety that leads to shame. And ultimately, I think that sh we want humility, all right, as believers. Yes. In theory. And a lot of believers can mistake humility for, like, self-deprecation. Yes. If I can think worse about myself, well, then I have achieved That's Christian godly. humility. And humility is not necessarily that. Humility is thinking about yourself less often. And so if I'm fueled by these body image questions and the anxiety yes. and the shame, Preach I'm, it, sister. I'm just thinking about myself All more. the time. Yeah. And so I'm not able to love appropriately. I'm not able to serve appropriately. I'm not able to be in true community. And not if so, there's a mirror anywhere around. Yeah, but I'm also, even if there's not a mirror, I'm making it up in my head. And so I think that these this this questioning of oneself's image and then the anxiety and the shame and then the self-deprecation that ensues, I think it just makes you more self-consumed than anything else, not allowing you to really participate mm -hmm. fully in life. Yep. There's my problem. Solutions. You said it a minute ago, parents set the tone. We say this about media, we say this about language, we say this about anger management, uh, emotional you know, uh, equilibrium, parents set the tone. So if they see you being obsessed with celebrity-driven, social media-driven body image, then there's a good chance they're going to be driven by this. If they see you Botoxing your buttocks, I don't know what you do with Botox, but I'm, I don't think it has anything think to do they with the take... buttocks. I think they take fat from your buttocks. Ah, and, and inject it. Botox at other places. Yeah, I think that I think they do do that though. I don't know if it's from the butt, but I think that's what they do. Yes. We don't know. Yeah, but I need to take fat from my belly. I wonder if we could do that. Just and, a belly fat transference. And I transfer have, it to the trash. Uh-huh. And one of the reasons that I've given up on my body is because I have diastasis recti. Huh? Yeah, diastasis recti. And that is something that a lot of pregnant women have. Diatexis before you judge me. Erecti? Diastasis. Di <laughs> diastasis recti. That anyway, sounds... it's where your, where your ab muscles split. So I actually have my inner guts that have just poured to the front. You don't have abs or they've just split? They're on my sides now. Your abs are on your sides. Mm -hmm. You have side abs. Mm -hmm. And that happens because you have rock hard abs? I think it's caused by pregnancy or, or morbid large... obesity. 
I think those are the two things. I think Large there's stomach. just such an intense pressure that, like a balloon, it just eventually gives. And we're not a proponent of, okay, I don't have body image issues, so let me just let loose and eat whatever. Correct. We make jokes about ourselves, but that obviously is not the solution. Yes. (laughs) Basically, we want to set an example of being satisfied with our bodies, but we're always striving for health. Our issue here is healthy, is being in shape, and you can be chubby and be in shape. Being in shape is not necessarily a BMI it's being in shape. And so what we want to emphasize in our families is being healthy and being in shape. And also, parents, watch your child. See how sensitive they are to body image type things. Yes, you know, the, many you know young ladies are going to scream and run into the bathroom and lock the door if they find a zit. But is it going go, to be more than that? Are they putting too much of what they f- totally feel about their self-worth on how they look? And then lastly, it's that we talk about it, is that we talk about it, that it's not something that we're ashamed of. We talk about it because, again, it's not about being big, short, skinny, chunky. It doesn't matter. It's about health. And so talking about our being healthy, I actually had a client whose father, uh, she was about to uh, have dessert, and he said, well, no, you know, I think you're a little uh, chubby to be having that, don't you? And took the dessert away from her. And that was that was when she was in early elementary school. I saw her when she was in college vomiting, vomiting into mayonnaise jars and sealing them and storing them in her closet. The way to, to for our child is not to shame our children. And if you want a great movie on this, and it's very bizarre, but Spanglish, if you ever saw that, that was an Adam Sandler of all people movie. But it deals with this subject of, of kind of fat shaming our children and what not to do with your kids if you're a very focused, high-strung. Because again, what does that say if you're like this parent that just takes three thimbles full of carrot juice every day and runs 20 miles and works out for another three until you're just maxing your body? Well, what is that telling your children? I mean, that that's what's good and that's what's normal is that we spend that much time focused on our bodies when our bodies should only be and cue josh oh thank you Mm -hmm. so i have an unhealthy relationship with food in that sorry in that i overeat you got that from your mother (laughs) god god i'm so sorry terrible (laughs) i'm so sorry i have often been told that food is simply energy if you think about it as anything else a way to reward yourself or a way to, I don't Don't know, live to eat, example. eat to live. Yeah, it's it's just, it's energy. And so it you need to sit down and you need to consume your energy and then you need to get up. And like your whole life doesn't need to be thinking about food because it's simply energy. Our body conceptually, I think, so if, if the problem goes back to that shame and that anxiety and the then the self-deprecation and you're just not consumed with thoughts of mm-hmm. yourself... Conceptually, our bodies just need to be vehicles, mm-hmm. similar to the food is just then just mm-hmm. that energy, the fuel for the vehicle. 
And it's it's a vehicle for glorification of God, for service, service, being in relationship with others, for love. It's simply a vehicle. So that vehicle can be 5'8", that vehicle can be 6'4", that vehicle can be 180 pounds, 220 pounds. It, it's But you would agree that some of our some of our vehicles are double decker buses and some are Priuses. <laughs> but a vehicle we need to be consumed less with thoughts of our body because literally, uh, at the end of the day, our body should just be a vehicle for us to be able to love and serve and yes. glorify God. And, when, and if we're thinking about our bodies yes. in any more than that, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. When, when Paul in Corinthians 6 talks about glorify God with your, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, therefore glorify God with your body. Well, I'm telling you, having a one percent BMI or whatever that stupid number is, that's not necessarily, that's not it. Having a six pack is not necessarily glorifying God with your body. To your point, you be, you can become self-worshipping, that you worship at the idol of this fitness goal. And that's not to say to not work out. Nope. It's about health. You want your Taking body to be healthy. It doesn't matter whether you have abs or not. But to be able to look at your body as just a vehicle and communicate that to our children, but again, we don't teach them that. We model that. We demonstrate that to them by the way that we live our lives. Now, can I do all my fat jokes? Yeah. Of me, now that you said not to body shame your children? No. I'm, no, I would I would make fun of myself. No, but you... Because some, I'm humble. You sometimes make fun of me. I'm sorry, Josh. I don't accept that. If you want more information about this episode or anything previous, now that you've probably turned this episode off, go to paradoxpodcast.com. You can also find oh, by the us way, on our we socials mention this, there. Brought to you by Enchiladizimas. Brought to you by Enchiladizimas. They're not bringing us anything. They have not brought us anything. But is that ironic with our today's topic? Oh, that's what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's sophisticated comedy. Just right over your head. I wonder type of what that fuel would do to my body. Oh, or my vehicle. It is almost six o'clock. Let's go find out. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys for listening and hope you have a good rest of your day. See ya. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Paradox.